Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax. I am Podcast Poppy, and you are tuned into a brand new episode of Quarter Life Crisis, starting right now. Three, two, one. We're live. Nelly, welcome to Quarter Life Crisis for the first time. What's up, Ricky? What's up, Podcast Poppy? <laughs> I don't know if I would say the first time because we went on quite the adventure last night. That's true. I don't know which episode is going to get released first, if it's going to be that one or this one. But I do have to say for all the listeners, <laughs> if you see an episode that's released that's titled, what were we going to say? Fuck, fucking up your favorite songs. Yeah, fucking up your favorite songs. Fucking up your favorite songs. That is truly probably one of the funniest podcasts I've ever heard. Sloshing up your favorite songs. Sloshing <laughs> up your favorite songs. Literally just the three of us, me, Nelly, and Maddie, a bottle of XO, tall cans of Modelo, uns uh, uns snacks, and some of the baddest 2000 <laughs> hip hop R&B bangers to walk the earth. Oh, man, we didn't even get through it. We didn't even finish listening to it. No, we did not. Like 50, 50 minutes in, I think it was like, I don't know how long it was. It was a couple hours long, though. Yes, it was. I was not expecting to be up that late last night. <laughs> no, you know I mean? you're like, Nelly, I need you to go to sleep. I'm no. like, all right. I was like, it, this needs to happen like right right the fuck now. Yeah, I don't know how long it was. I can't even see how long it was, but either way. Welcome to the show, man. It's good to have you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Seen you twice in a year, bro. That's rare for us. Yes. Even though we No, we were making a good we were making a good jump at it yeah. before before Ryla ended. Yeah, before or Ryla ended. Postponed. Yeah, postponed. Postponed. Yeah, you're probably revamp the year. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. You are probably you're one of my oldest friends and one of my closest friends. Who I have probably seen the least of most of my friends. Isn't that kind of a strange dynamic? Yes, it is. It's weird. Like, that wouldn't work without Ryla. But it, it's like a day doesn't skip that we don't like. Never, no one's. Like, when we see each other again. You know? So, like P- PSA, Ryla is um, Ryla is a, is a camp. It's Rotary Youth Leaders, right? Rotary Youth Leader Association. No, Rotary Awards. Youth Leader Awards. Awards. Yeah. Um, I'm always just I'm always just Ryla, yeah. Ryla. Um, it's a camp that Nelly and myself went to. You went in 08? Yes, I was a camper in 08. You were a camper in 08. I was a camper in 09. And since then, counselor 09. every single year, we've been camp counselors. Yes, we have. Never missed a year unless unless it was discontinued due to some circumstances or COVID. Yes. Trippy. We were supposed to have that come back here last year. We were hyped for it, too. <laughs> Fuck you, we COVID. Fuck hyped. you, COVID. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so hyped for it. Oh, man. A week in Westminster Woods. No phone. Good people. Man, that's a vacation. And, it's, and we got paid. Yes. That was crazy. That was nice. I still can't. Like, I remember, I think when we go back, we won't get paid. And everyone's like, is that? Yeah. I'm like, yes, that's that's. I would have. I would have paid what we got paid to go be a to be be a counselor counselor. every year every year if they were like yeah you got to pay x amount to be a counselor absolutely oh yeah because there's nothing i don't know i mean 
So much goes on in the world every single I year. I'm surprised that we got paid. I'm like, wait, we got like you guys paid for so much food and us just being out here yeah. already, dude. And you know to to have effect on it's not just youth. It's like it's it's the youth that's next generation essentially like breaching into adulthood. Yeah. You know, especially especially these last like five or ten years with how quickly kids grow up and how quickly they're educated and technology and stuff like that. You know, we'd have 70 to 80, 15 to 16 year old kids, you know what I mean, that are about to go left or right. You know, they're going to go to college or they're going to go to JUCO or they're going to maybe not finish high school or they're going to go into the workforce or, you know, all kinds of stuff. So to have like to be have the opportunity to be around so many amazing people and then. They, you know, they have the trust in us to have a huge impact and enlightening um, these people who are about to go have a huge effect on the world, you know, was it was a fucking honor is irreplaceable. It was irreplaceable. Yeah. You know, it was almost it was almost wrong that we yeah. got paid. You know what I mean? Like for what I got out of the kids and what yeah. I gave them, I feel like I shouldn't have been getting paid. Yes. You know? But it's been weird. It's are we? We have the virtual coming, but it's been like what two years? It is two years. Two yes. full years with no Rila. Two years, two years, two full years without Rila. Yeah. yeah, and, and you know it's so crazy to me because you know it's it's tough to explain Rila, um, but you know it's it's a place where you can truly it's a snow globe, right? Yes. It's a far fetched piece of reality. It's a place where you can go and you're isolated for a week and and everyone is graded on the same caliber and there's so much there's so much room and it's you're so comfortable to be vulnerable and people are able to expose their talents and and get to know people from different schools and their own schools that they never would have had the opportunity before because there's those barriers of expectation and societal norm and all that stuff, right? Just being able to be yourself. Exactly. You know, and and yeah how how many people like explode with with talent you know what i mean and growth when they truly can walk around and have no worry about external judgment you know oh, yeah. that is massive like you really you really see a human being thrive and these last 2 years in the world i think it's so fucking crazy that we haven't had rila cuz these these last 2 years have been pretty crazy Yes, and I, it's rough on us too. I think as counselors, because that that camp also helped us out too. Oh, not even just the kids. Huge. Like, it was just it was good for us. Like it helped me grow as a, as a human being. You right. know what I mean, like I wouldn't be where I am today without that camp. And every year, I'm still learning something else about myself. For right. I could agree more about life essentially it's know? a refresh yeah we always talk about it's a refresh like it's a reminder that man if you're if you're just a you know we all have our flaws you know <laughs> me especially but yeah. it's a reminder that you know if you are kind to people you know if you are if you judge in the right way you know like and and you let someone you let someone else feel comfortable in their own skin and you embrace their own you know their morals their characteristics right their talents their right, for what they are yeah. exactly and you, you, the impact that you can have on your small ecosystem around you is fucking unbelievable yes. you know and it's a constant reminder because sometimes we get we get a little thick skin you know like i feel i feel it in the last two years i feel myself being less kind i feel yes. myself being less understanding you know and on top of me feeling like that the world you know, these last two years, you know, you go into 2000 and 2019 and you have the um, 
the 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 what's it called the the electoral race, yes. which was crazy, which, you know, Trump was already building a massive divide and there was the things going on the last four years. But when he was that that race made things very, very tense. Right. And then you have covid hits. You have BLM. You know, you have uh, the obviously not new, but this arising awareness of Asian hate like. It's been a trip, like yeah. what's been going on. And those are just those are just a couple of the pillars. There's a lot of other things that went on the last two years. It's fucking crazy, yeah. We we don't get to talk about these issues with these kids. Like, they've been fucking going at it, especially through school, virtual, online, and shit like that. But, right. yeah, with the Asian hate uh, fucking hitting so close to home, especially out in Hillsburg at my auntie's shop, like, what I happened? Don't, I don't want to see that. Healdsburg at your auntie's shop? Yeah, we got a letter. She got a letter saying. So wait, what kind of shop is it? It's a nail shop. A nail shop? Yeah. In Healdsburg? In Healdsburg, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's like, what, 10 minutes away from fucking Santa Rosa? Yeah. 10, 20 minutes. So what happened up there? Uh, they got a letter from some random person. I'm not sure. Kevin used, like, correct English or anything like that. But... Fucking take a look at that thing right there. Okay, here we go. This is a let. This is. Are you serious? Okay, so this is a letter. This is a letter to Nelson's auntie's nail salon. On a piece of paper, it says to all Asian. First of all, let's start. Let's start with the first sentence. Yes. This is probably some fucking podunk hillbilly who never couldn't get oh, past yeah. the fucking fifth grade in reading oh, yeah, and writing. Yeah, yeah. To all Asian, right? Hey, you nasty, ugly, smelly, disgusting, pancake-faced, stir-fry cockroach eaters, dog-slash-cat-eaters, toenail-cleaners, raw-monkey-brained eaters, go home. Next line, all caps. First of all, what the fuck? Yeah. I have no idea, dude. I have no comments for those like it it's it's strange to me like, you know, if I hope this isn't a bad analogy. If I were to tell you why don't you make a huge judgment on chemistry, Nelson? You know, make a huge an over overwhelming judgment about the entire subject of chemistry. Do you think you could do that? No. And why not? <laughs> it's too much. Dog. And you don't know shit yeah. about chemistry. I have no idea. Right? Yeah. You haven't spent enough time around chemistry. You haven't experimented with chemistry. You haven't been hands-on with chemistry. You haven't had interactions with chemistry. Right? You have you have no idea its roots, its culture, right? How it's evolved as a subject. Yeah. How the fuck do you have any right in God's green earth to make these massive generalizations on a group of people? Yes. Like stay, you know what I mean? Like shout out to the world, like stay in your fucking lane. Like oh. if you if I met someone who was like I spent, you know, 10 years in Vietnam and then I spent 10 years, I was stationed 10 years in Vietnam and I was stationed 10 years in Japan. You know, and I spent most of my life in China and, and I was a teacher and I studied their history and their culture and I fucking hate them. Like, I hate their culture. I hate what they're about. I hate how they act. You know what I mean? I, I hate what they do. Would I like that? He's like that? Absolutely not. 
you know, or whoever this person is. No. But do they have a little bit more of a, of a right to voice their own opinion? I would say yes. Yes. Maybe keep that shit to yourself if it's going to be it that to yourself, fucking, you know yeah. what I mean? But do you kind of get what I'm saying there? I agree. Fuck, this thing just locked on me. Here, huh? I got you. <laughs> Our proud sponsors. Okay, so we're back at it. <laughs> so next line, all caps. Get the fuck out. Of where? <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know I'm, what I mean? This is how stupid <laughs> these fucking letters are. I'm assuming... Out of Hillsburg or like okay, out of, ready? out of America. Go back to your nasty shithole country. I guarantee you he has no, I guarantee you whoever the fuck wrote this has no idea how many countries are over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that nigga probably thinks the continent of Asia is your country. country. Where where were you born again? What, hospital? Uh, San Jose, California's. I think the Santa Clara Hospital. So go back to your dirty. It should say go back to your nasty shithole South Bay City, San Jose, <laughs> California. That's what it should say because he's a fucking idiot. You don't belong here. No one. <laughs> no one. N o o n e. By the way. <laughs> no one wants you here. You can't drive because you can't see with those bitty little rat eyes. Post this in your shop so all your workers and customers can see it. Most of your customers feel this way. They just have to pretend to like you, but no one can stand how ugly, smelly, and disgusting you are. Get the fuck out of U.S. First of all, the disrespect. Now, I don't agree with this word, and I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it. And I know it's cancel culture. But the disrespect to be attempted to be insulted by this fucking retard. Like, what? So they brought this to your auntie shop in Hillsburg. Uh, It was mailed there. It was mailed there. Yeah. So this person probably mailed... Multiple, like right. multiple letters to multiple places, probably. What a busy, hey! What a busy and productive life he has. That whoever this person is had to search these addresses and find out these Asian-owned businesses. <laughs> so when did this happen, Nelly? Uh, Like two weeks ago, I would say. Oh, it's super recent. This is super recent. Yeah. So how did your how did your aunt who who found the letter? Was it your auntie who grabbed the mail? Uh, no, I saw it on Facebook. My uncle, mm-hmm. my uncle or my auntie's boyfriend posted it and kind of like shared it on Facebook. And I was like, oh hell no. Have you talked to him at all about it? Or you just snagged the letter. No, I just no, I just took a snap of it. Right, and then now you, I mean, you're you're pretty. I'm not very vocal. Like, I was gonna you say, you're I mean? you're like, you're pretty internalized when it comes to that stuff. Also, just because like I've known you long enough that you just don't agree with that th- that type of um, I, I don't know you you just you're just not gonna get into that fight one because you know that there's no point and you and I've seen you for, I've known you for eleven years now, twelve years now. You know what I mean? You you find ways to affect and and better the world in different ways than than combating right. people like that. Like, but how does when you re, when you see something like that like what's your first reaction? 
like my first reaction is like if my parents got a leg like that, like I'm I'm hunting. I want, I'm finding who this person is. Like where is this person at? Like, right. Talk to me. Like talk to me. Stop stop attacking the old people. Mm-hmm. Stop attacking the elderly, man. Like they can't defend themselves, you know. Right. Like try something at me. Try something at the younger house. Don't. They're not gonna do it because they're scared. Right. And I'm like instigating violence or anything like that. I'm not trying to say that, but it just sucks that it, the people being targeted are old people, and right. it just sucks. Like I had to tell my mom like once I saw that letter, it was like because she's walking home from work just trying to be healthy and all that jazz, right? And I was like, don't walk home from work. Like I don't want you to either get hit by right, this a car. Pers- this like person yeah. obviously knows where your shop is at. Correct. You know what I mean? But like, no, like you got there. There are racist people in San Rosa. Oh yeah, oh, hands down. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't want her to like just be walking mountain by herself because it's late at night and shit right. like that. And be a victim of blind hate. Correct. Right. Now this this person, obviously, whatever has believes that whatever they're trying to accomplish, they believe that they were trying to accomplish. Like, you on the other side of the coin, though. Like, you get a letter like that, being Asian. And, um, like, what what do you believe the other party's motive is? Like, what do you think that this person oh, is trying to trying, accomplish? Just trying to rile me up or scare me, essentially, if anything. Right? That's so strange. Like, but what does that accomplish? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't accomplish anything, you know what I mean, at the end of the day. It just... If you worry about it, then he's when he's like kind of winning at that point. You know what I mean? Right. Like, cause you're like thinking about it or getting a reaction out yeah, of you. Yeah, you're getting a reaction out of it. It's it's affecting you in some type of way. It's very strange, dude. Like, it's it's like like you're putting energy into something that doesn't that like you kind of don't have control over. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it seems like a lot of people who are racist or or just you know in whatever category it may be, like they want the other party to hate them as much as they hate you. Correct. Which is fucking strange to me. You know, like if, if there was a ra- if there was a racist ass white guy who fucking hated black people, right. Mm-hmm. And all the things that they do to black people, they know are going to upset them. It's going to hurt them. It's going to piss them off. It's going to make them hate them back. Correct. But if I were to go up to that person without being instigated, and I put hate towards them, they would fucking explode. They'd be disrespected. They'd probably turn to violence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So it's it's such like a it's such a fucking hypocritical thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That and then, and then when people do react, they're like, "Oh, they're fucking, cr-, you know, like they're crazy." This is what I was talking about. It's like, dude, you're you're standing at the edge of the kennel poking the fucking bear. Exactly. Like sooner or later, it's gonna fucking poke back. It's gonna get your fucking hand inside yeah. that thing, and it's not gonna let go. It's just weird. It's just weird to me, bro. So, so there, which is strange too, because even it's Northern California and Sonoma County, I think, is much much better than most places in the world. Oh yeah, a vast majority of places on the planet, it's better than you know. But there's still this narrative of of this asian hate now when i first saw these things okay let me keep it real with you i want you to speak about your experiences when i first saw these posts and i first saw these things like pop up like asian hate 
my to be honest with you, my first thought process was, man, I just feel like the s- social media will take anything that they can possibly get and run with it. And they and they knew that this was going to be a massive tidal wave of of um, publicity and reposts and posts and memes and, and you know, all this other stuff. You know what I mean? And because the social media will blow things out of proportion and a vast majority of people on social media yeah. will jump onto a trend without truly knowing what the trend really is, is about. Yeah. You know? Carriage calling me. No. <laughs> so, um, you know, so have you been experiencing these things growing up in Sonoma County? Like, just Asian hate in yeah. general. Yeah, this Asian hate. No, because like there's actually a good community of Asian people in Sonoma County. You know what I mean? Like that kind of like stick to their kind type of thing. I think if I maybe I live in Rancho Petaluma, where there's less less of community, right. or like Windsor. I mean, still kind of big community, but not really. You know, right. where it's white predominant. I would say is the main culture. I think I would see it more from white people than anything, but it's more like looking down. It does seem like a. I mean, I only know the West Coast states and cities, but like it does seem like the Asian, the um, the Asian population stays very, very tight knit. Yeah. You know. But that's that's mainly with like the uh, the older generation with like my parents and stuff like that. Like they're just trying to find comfort and their own community type of thing and then that's who they usually hang out with and whatnot right. like we'll have a couple neighbors that are are white or whatever type of race and um and that's like as much of the culture like that they're being exposed to yeah. or whoever they're helping out when they're working essentially so but as for me i when going to school and public school, like you're dealing with all different types of culture. You know right. what I mean? So it's like a melting pot. Do you think that, do you think that racism is worse now than it was? Or do you think it's just on front page news so much faster and bigger now? It's just on front page faster. It's, everything is in your pocket now on your cell phone. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're able to just upload anything instantly within seconds right. to your Twitter, to your fucking Instagram, to your fucking Snapchat, to anything, you know what I mean? To Facebook. And it's crazy, but, like, back in the day, we didn't have that. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, if we have fucking cell phones back in the day, like, right. people be uh, getting in trouble. There were smartphones when I was in college, <laughs> bro. I wouldn't have a job. Like we were taking videos and God, I'll tell you what, <laughs> we would be in trouble. It is crazy though because uh, with how quickly information spreads it, 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 and how fast it moves, it's made people st- be very superficial with the information that they use, right? Because it's so quick. So now I feel like with social media, with news, with smartphones, you can speak your mind before your mind is made up. Correct. Before you truly peel back the superficial layers, and you do go and fact check, and you you cross re- you cross reference with articles or websites or things like that that have different opinions, right? Because there's always some underlying consistency when it comes to facts and reality, right? 
and you try to weed your way through the bullshit and the bias narrative and find what's really going on. But it's it's just happening so quickly that people either don't have the time, don't want to. It almost seems like this generation is forgetting that it doing that is is valuable, that it even exists. Correct. You know, um, like I feel like there's too much following type of thing, like going with the next best thing, whatever's popular in this type of generation at the moment. And sometimes we fall victim to it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah. Like whatever's out that's the best like you kind of want to get it sometimes right yeah but uh not just having a voice for your own opinion type of thing like i salute the people that go on the marches and whatnot like yeah. i wish i was out there agreed like, but agreed 100 percent. i needed to work i i, I can't skip a day of work because just to right. go march like i i know my beliefs and everything like that and, and also support fighting in a different way is in a wrong way. Correct. Like, you go to Ryla. You know what I mean? Like, I know what you do with the people around you and the way that you act and the things that you talk about. And it's not on social media. And it's not in marches and things like that. And that's not, like... I think something that pe- a big, massive population need to understand, and I saw it during BLM, was like, you know, just because people aren't fighting the same way that you're fighting doesn't mean they're not fighting the same fight. They're not supporting, yeah. So you shouldn't fault them. You know what I mean? Like it's a wrong thing to do. Like if you're not fighting the way I want you to fight for this cause, then you're in the wrong. And that's almost like flipping what you're trying Change. to do on its head. Exactly. It's weird. There's like, things are very, things are very tense. Correct. When it comes to how to fight and, and people just jump on board. Cause they're so tense. Like if I don't get behind it, I look like a bigot, you know, like I saw the Asian hate and yeah. I was like, now obviously I know my I know a little bit of research because I'm kind of a history nerd and I know that the history of Asian Americans and Asians, right, first generations coming to this country, especially right during and post World War II was very 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 rough. And then obviously before that, railroad yada yada yada, right? Yeah, yeah. But like right now, I saw this stop Asian hate and I'm like people like myself would be scared to say this and I'm like Asian hate like what asian hate i'm like man i don't know nobody who who does that i don't know anybody who like is fucked up and and racist and mean towards asians i would ne- i would never do that i was like man that's funny like one of my best friends in the world is is asian you know what i mean like i also but like i'm not in a town with a ton of asians right i haven't been around it i haven't experienced it so for like me to jump onto that trend and be like the country is racist against asians is it right or wrong like right now i mean it's probably right but like a lot of people feel that pressure like i just got to jump on i just got to jump on this trend you know instead of being like what exactly are they talking about okay here's one instance like maybe i should look at some other stuff man is there some systematic stuff going on here what about this article you know this is a good outlet this new york times is a good outlet you know uh, looking at things in your local argus courier you know like press democrat different things like that like yeah that was my first thought um but so many people would get like canceled for doing that, you know. Like, what do you think about Asian hate? Like, pff, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've never. That's crazy to me. Why, why would anyone say that? Like, I, I've never been around people who are doing that. That's happening. Yeah. But and then you being not in the know, you're like not woke. You're like, oh, you, you're pff, ignorant. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? No. Like, sorry. You just didn't know about you it. You just didn't yeah. know, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But like that awareness, but like that not knowing isn't okay anymore but if it was okay it would be 
it would be cool because people could be like, I didn't know this. Tell me more about it. Correct. Educate me on this stuff. Right. Because people aren't asking questions yeah. anymore. They just have to act like they already know no. or else you're a, or else you're fucking you're not woke. Yes. That's fucking crazy. Do you know how much more ignorance is probably in the world because of that? Because there truly is a fear and a narrative that you shouldn't ask questions. You should just already know. No. And that's why you like watch these videos on like YouTube and TikTok and stuff like that of people standing in the street like speaking on what they know and they run into somebody who who has educated themselves and they look like fucking idiots even though their heart is in the right place but that person probably saw something that was wrong in our society or something like that and there's this fear of not knowing so they get like they read a article and their mind is made up you know like i have to know and i have to know now because it's probably everyone else knows why don't i know you remember back in elementary school and like people were like you should ask the you sh- if you have a question ask because there's a very good chance that you're not the only person who wants to ask that, that question, question in in the exactly. class, and that shit would happen to me all the time. And like if people could just revert back to that shit, I think it would be effective. Correct. Like, right goes back to on this term POC people of color. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't like that term. Like if you want to know what I am, just ask. You know what right. I mean? Like. If you didn't know if I was Vietnamese, right? How what would you like? How would you go up to a person and ask what what race? What's their culture like? Uh, what, what's their background, right? Like, I would, what, 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 <laughs> my dumbass would get wrong. I'd be like, "Hey, bro, I know you Asian, <laughs> but like, what part of Asia are you from, bro?" Like, there's no like. Is there anything wrong with that though? No, there's nothing wrong right? with it. That's yeah, a that's big that's ass continent, nigga. Yeah. It's like half the fucking land mass. It's, it's hard to tell sometimes, like if right. you if like you don't hang around the culture a lot, or if you're not in a predominant area. Like I mean, if you're in Chinatown, right, and you and you see hell Asian, right, you could most likely say they're Chinese most of the time, right? Like depending on, or if like in your K Town, Koreatown. Like you could assume like most of them are Koreans, right? Right, but like if you're just like walking up to somebody off the street or someone in San Francisco, like just a random part of San Francisco, right? There's like, I feel like there's no wrong way right. to ask somebody what their culture or what their background right. is, right? Because you can't identify it from physical characteristics. No. Like what? About, like you I'm can't, sta- you, like you just can't assume. Like yeah, nigga, I'm not staring at ha- police lineups of different <laughs> Asians every day. I'm like, oh, I could, I could spot a, a yeah. Korean like that. Like, like I got it. I practice. Like there's no wrong way to ask somebody. Right. Like you just gotta ask. But like, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Because like, people, they're people, it's cringy. Yeah, people think it's cringy. Yeah, I don't understand that though. Like, you but, just need to ask. Like, like if you have a question, just right. fucking ask that question, and you want to know the answer. Nope. Don't ask a question you don't want to know the answer to, though. Correct. You know what I mean? But we don't ask the questions anymore. Yes. we were talking about it the other day, and you know the the best example in the world to know that our society does not ask questions anymore is Idris Alba. That is my <laughs> favorite fucking example. Idris Alba is, I believe, British. Right, so Idris Alba is British, <laughs> and he is over and over and over and over again identified in like articles and social media and news as an African American actor, and I'm like, that nigga's not American. <laughs> what What are we doing? He's not yeah, African American. He's, <laughs> he's British. He's British, but you don't call it like he's not. African British, <laughs> no. like people in America are just like like I'm like what do what <laughs> why <laughs> why can't we just be American? Why are you doing that? <laughs> like he's 
Like, because we're terrified to say, like, yeah, he's black. Because then that doesn't, like, we can't say that, or people don't say that anymore. It doesn't tag a country to Correct. it. It doesn't tag a landmass or a culture no. or anything like that. Like, it's a physical characteristic of him. He's black. Correct. You know what I mean? But, like, that's like, you know, You're not going to say I'm yellow. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Right, right. It's weird. There's different standards. There's double standards. Like, I, I wouldn't be offended if someone's like, yeah, Ricky's black. I would never be offended. But if someone's like, yeah, Nelly's yellow, I'd be like, nigga. <laughs> That is hella racist. You feel me? Like, there's right? just these weird cultural norms, <laughs> yeah. and they're hella confusing. Yes. So, like, Idris Alba, like, oh, like, he's a he's an amazing, like, African-American actor. And it's like, all right, well, he's British. So, like, or do you feel, like, if you don't identify, like, can he just be an actor? Yes. Can he just be British? But then you don't give him the credit of being black, and then you look like a racist. Like, what is going on? <laughs> What the fuck is going on, bro? <laughs> why, why do you have to like identify by the color of the skin? Crazy, bro. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Especially with such like make it their culture. Like, yeah. It's it's strange. Yeah, identify them through their culture. Like that's I f- I believe that's so okay. Like if someone would be like, You're American and didn't call me African American, I'd be like, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know? If you, they called me American, I am American. I'm American. You know? But right. but then there's also what's tagged on to just saying I'm American. America, like I'm American. I'm a fucking coat blooded ranch working fucking American, right? So like people don't do it yeah, unless that's... you're unless you're in that population. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yes, nigga, this shit is fucking crazy. It's too crazy. First, ge- first generation Mexican crosses the border legally or illegally, right? Gets their citizenship either before they come into the country. Or after they come into the country. Born in Mexico, in America now, a citizen. That is a Mexican-American. Correct. Down. That makes sense to me. Why? Because that's factual information and the title is in proper chronological (laughs) term, right? I'm a (laughs) Mexican-American. I was in Mexico and I was a Mexican citizen and now I'm in America. Uh, 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 uh. I feel like it still doesn't beat those... Two hours of sleep and then wake up for breakfast the next morning. Dog. All nighters. At Ryla. Yeah. Dog, the lack of sleep that week is some years was fucking crazy, bro. Just to make it to like that point of the morning meeting after <laughs> in the boxcar. Just saying. And then after morning meetings over, break, nap time. Dog. Instantly. Morning meetings over and there, like, I'd be like, when when the morning meeting went long, I was like, shut the fuck up, Tanner. Like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, that boxcar thing is going for three hours. I can get two hours of sleep. sleep like, yeah. bro. And take a shower and be refreshed. Yes. Dog. I remember there, there'd be times like post Ryla. It'd be like, Three days. I'd be like hungover for three days, yeah. uh, sleep wise. Dude, remember that uh, when when I drove you back to Humboldt that one year? Yes. And bro. we just fucking passed out that first. We night. were gonna go out. Remember, yes. we were like, oh, we'll do this, we'll do that. And I remember I was living on California Street, and we passed out. And we like woke up like 15 hours later. I was like, you were in the same spot. I'm like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Went back to sleep. We were out, dude. That shit was crazy, bro. Holy that was when shit. I was on the house up on the hill, right? Yeah. Tree. That was a hella nice house. That was a nice house. You like see the ocean from there, had that nice ass deck. I miss Humboldt, man. I think everyone in the world in the United States should go and spend 
Like, I think two things. This is what I think. Either the entire population of the country should go through Ryla for a week. Yes. Or the entire population should go live in Arcata for a month. <laughs> I'm dead serious, bro. And anyone who's listening to this who's either been in, Arc- been in Arcata or um, I actually have some, some Ryla campers who have reached out to me who listen to the podcast, listen to this. Uh, like, they understand, like, absolutely that's what the world should have right now. 1,000%. 1,000%. And you don't even have to – you can just pick them randomly. It doesn't have to be a mixture of race. doesn't even need to be diverse. You could have a fucking Ryla full of all white people, not one black person. And I guarantee you those people are going to come out a thousand times better, a thousand times more understanding, you know, a thousand times more open to different cultural beliefs and different opinions and, and will listen. Yes. Like, one, a cool thing about Ryla is when you go in, they experience – they experience that what it's like to disagree with someone at the start of a conversation and disagree with the person post conversation and then still be friends. Correct. And, and still, still get along. And still get along. <laughs> That's rare. Yes. That is fucking rare, bro. People can't even disagree about politics. Two like, K, like 2K anymore, bro. Yeah. They can't even, you know what I mean? Like, you can't disagree about anything. Yes. Oh, expe- oh my God! Politics. Especially politics. Politics feel like I bring friendships and oh, shit dude. like that. <laughs> it's like literally people are like, yeah, I voted for Trump. They're like, you're a fucking racist, like, cr- like fucking crazy racist hillbilly, ignorant. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, do I think that it's wrong that people are supporting and 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 voting for someone who I personally believe is is so ignorant to what the rest of the country is really going through that he he is inherently a racist. And all he cares about is money, right? And in, and in turn, he really puts people of color, for the most part, or minorities or people in poverty-stricken areas at a massively high risk. And he's drawn a huge divide down the country. Yes, I think that is extremely wrong. But before Trump got into office, you probably had like X amount of years, right? Where you might have, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know you. Like, yes. I don't know nothing about you. I don't even know why you like this son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's it's just like, it's sure. I don't, and I don't, and I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form that I support the people who support Trump. But what I won't hop on board is, is like, someone has a belief, and I'm not exactly sure what that belief is, right? Then I, I can't, I can't, I can't generalize like that. It still makes me cringe. I still just remember, like, hey, listen, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you something, dog. That's a really good reason, but uh, <laughs> that guy's got to fucking go. go. <laughs> yes. He's got to go. He's not it. Oh, he was not the one. No. Oh, God, he was not the one. Not, no, not at all. Cringe, bro. Cringe. He was so fucking bad. He was so fucking bad that a historically racist senator and a, and a woman in the <laughs> DA who locked up Mordnick in California looked like like they had capes on, bro, and they were superheroes <laughs> to come save the country. I was like, oh, sh-. that's how you know Trump is so fucking bad. Yeah, he's bad. Whoop. This is a pimple <laughs> mystery. Big facts. Big facts. Like, oh man, I can't wait to read the pair, the couple paragraphs about Trump in the history books and the new and the new revisions. Yeah. Like, you know, white folks are writing the history books. They're like, I don't. 
do we include this? I don't even know how to paraphrase this, bro. This is going to make us look real bad. You it's going to be mean? his whole page. <laughs> it's just like it, it in the history book, it's like chapter six, like Donald Trump and his presidency. And then the next page is just an orange piece of paper. And the next page is like an orange piece of paper. <laughs> just two fucking pages, pure orange. orange. Just orange. That's it. Oh, God. It's been uh, orange size from the, from the history books. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. So funny. Like, uh, the people who wrote Orange is the New Black, they're like, well, this sucks. <laughs> he really screwed this color for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. So bad. A little bit of love will go a long way in this country, man. Correct. I agree. Do you think we'll round the corner? Do you think we're staring at the bar- down the barrel of the end of the Western Empire, or do you think we'll rebuttal from this, and um, and we'll find and we'll find a way to to climb out of this hole? I'm feeling uh, everything ca- always seems to boil over, like it seems to work themselves out in one way or another, or things kind of just die down and people kind of forget and then kind of just waiting for the next bad thing to happen, you know what I mean? Right. Like, the next George Floyd, the next grandma being hit, shit like that, or the next fucking spas that are being shot up in Atlanta. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's consistent. <laughs> yes. It's consistent. I mean, they were happening... And it's just, getting, it's just getting worse, you know what I mean? Like, we're talking about it, like, people are just coming out of the woodworks. Like, Closet, closet racist. You know what I mean? Like before, they wouldn't like. Yeah, they were racist around the campfire with their racist ass family. Yes, and now they're able to speak their mind and and openly and put toxic, toxic messages yeah. into people who don't believe that's brain. You know, like even if you're scrolling on Facebook and you don't believe that shit, it doesn't matter. You're gonna see it. Correct. You know, and the mind is a crazy and powerful thing. When you see these things of consistency, sometimes they can influence you. You know what I mean? Or like you want that freedom of press and, and you want you want that freedom of speech and you shouldn't you shouldn't regulate what people put up and you shouldn't regulate what people say, but it, you have to take the good with the bad. Like a lot of people can just put whatever the fuck they want up there and, it's, it, and it could be dead wrong. Correct. Yeah. So educating people on where to go, you know, and that's that's what the scariest thing is because no one cross references anymore. Correct. Let's ask the questions to ask those questions, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't even ask, like, if someone posted something, like, you know, four out of a hundred African Americans are pulled over, you know, ten times more than than uh, Caucasians. If you were to post that and someone were to comment, where'd you get those numbers? They would immediately be offended. Like, that's not an okay question to ask anymore. Like, where, where, where did you find that? How do you know that? How do you know that for sure? Correct. Okay. Where, where's your information? Where's your information at? Where's your information come from? Because that's a fucking meme. Yeah. So where did you get it? And uh, and and that's like a that's like a that causes people to be defensive, which is crazy to me. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, damn, for real? I'd love to know more about that. Where'd you find that info? How do you know that? Is that really true? Yeah. And then they go off. Oh, you you know. <laughs> you don't believe this and you're so ignorant and you're blind to see it. And if you don't believe this, then you're part of the problem. And I'm like, nigga, 
You posted a meme that you got off of someone else's Instagram page. You took a screenshot, cropped the picture, and reposted it. I'm like, I feel like this is a fair question. <laughs> like, Agreed. How much validity does that thing have? You know? I don't know. That's weird, bro. Uh, I agree. We live in a world that doesn't have enough love. We just don't care enough about each other. I couldn't agree more. And it's, it's weird because we've had three different races in <laughs> the same room last night. Last yeah. night? I think I said it. <laughs> I was like, last night's podcast should end racism. We 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 create world peace. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, last night's podcast should fucking end racism. That was such a fun fucking time. We're listening to it all. And then Maddie sucked XO off of the table. Yes. Hopefully these mics recorded that. Oh, they did. <laughs> and I can't wait to fucking, I can't wait to post that. Like I will be posting that fucking video. <laughs> just, just shoveling the XO away from her as she's sucking up the dry table now. Cause she just like, wha- like squeegeed it off. With a corduroy hat. Oh my God. Just immediately soaked it up. Yeah. Well, listen, man, unfortunately, I got that phone call, and it sucks that it has to be this early, but um, I think this is a um, – I want to thank you for coming on, man. One, oh, yeah. coming out to see me. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to to be cool enough to, to talk about, you know, some of the things that are going on that not everyone's a, a big fan of talking about. You know? oh, yeah. Especially when you're on the front lines and, you know, you're, exper- you're experiencing it firsthand. And, and uh, you know, for people like myself who are a little unaware that – this stuff is real and this stuff is happening out there. So thank you for opening up about that stuff. But this shit ain't nothing new. That's the thing. Yeah. It's nothing new. Like this shit's been happening. Right. Like, it's just on it's just on the news now. It's just on the news now. So, you know, be respectful out there, right? Yeah. Like it's already been happening, you know, like um sometimes sometimes it's it's frustrating when when everyone's trying to jump on this wagon and jump on this movement, you know, when I've been living in this skin for thirty years and dealing with it for thirty years. And just because, you know, it's it's a blessing and a curse. The tech got a little bit better and the memes are a little bit better and the information moves a little bit faster. And now everybody all of a sudden wants to be a, you know, a, a patriot for 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 minorities and people of color. POCs. Yes, I just did it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, so it's it's, uh, you know, thank you for opening up about that yeah. stuff, man. And uh, just ask those questions. That's it. That's yeah. that's the takeaway. I, th- I feel like. Right. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't well, matter how silly it sounds. <laughs> straight up. Well, Nelly, one of my longest, one of my best friends, man. Thank you for coming on the Quarter Life Crisis. It means the world to me. Thank you, podcast poppy. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by Grimm's Exclusives, a Northern California-based cannabis co-op that specializes in indoor, small-batched, AAA-grade boutique flowers growing your favorite exotics as well as pheno hunting for the future of cannabis. Big shout-out to Grimm's. Big shout out to Grimm's exclusives. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Quarter Life Crisis.